0: This is AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station.
1: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump urging Alabama voters to elect embattled Republican candidate Roy Moore next week's special election. At a rally in Pensacola, Florida, not far from the
2: Alabama state line, the president fully endorsed Roy Moore in spite of sexual misconduct allegations against him.
3: Get out and vote for Roy Moore.
2: He said the Senate needs another Republican.
3: We cannot afford this country,
0: the future of this country... Cannot afford to lose a seat.
2: The president blasted Moore's opponent, Doug Jones, saying he would be a total puppet of
1: Democratic congressional leaders. That is White House correspondent Greg and President Trump has paid tribute to Mississippi's role in the civil rights movement at the opening of two new museums in Jackson, Mississippi. Some black leaders, including civil rights leader and Georgia Congressman John Lewis, refused to attend. This is SRN News.
0: Dennis Prager can't believe the things that come from the left.
4: Do not announce it's a boy or a girl, because we don't want to burden the child with a gender identity. It is a combination of stupid, unscientific, and sick. We are living in an unprecedented age of stupidity, concentrated overwhelmingly among the secular well-educated. They tend to be the stupidest people in our society.
0: The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11, on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. The longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities is the Northern Alliance Radio Network and the headliner Mitch Berg is up next here on The Patriot. Glad to have you with us from the Blue Ox Heating and Air Weather Center. A quick look at your forecast. Low 20s for the high today. The clouds stick with us into this evening and into Sunday as well. Mostly cloudy, near 31 on Sunday. Wixon and Jewelers countdown 16 days until Christmas. A fine Swiss watch is the perfect gift for him or her. Shop the best selection in the Twin Cities at Wixon and Jewelers in Bloomington. Welcome back to Twin Cities Ed World.
3: It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, good afternoon and good weekend. My name is Mitch Berg. Uh, For Going On 14 Years, the host of the Saturday edition, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, we're approaching that uh, 14th anniversary quickly here, which means it's high time. I went on and organized that 10th anniversary party I've been talking about for five or six years now. Well, it'll happen one of these days. Maybe in time for 15, we'll get out and actually celebrate this broadcast. Uh, don't forget Brad Carlson heard tomorrow from 2 to 3. The closer edition of the Northern Alliance every weekend on the Northern Alliance Radio Network together, along with our good friend King Banyan, heard every Saturday morning on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. We dominate Twin Cities weekend radio, which means we uh, dominate Twin Cities radio because this is where the cool local stuff happens. I mean, nothing wrong with the the, the weekday guys, your Dennis Prager's, your, your your Michael Medveds, your Hugh Hewitts. They cover the national stuff. And any schnook can do that. I mean, it's in all the papers, okay? The local stuff, the regional stuff, that's what separates the wheat from the the radio chaff. That's what we're doing here, making talk radio great again. Anyway, 651-289-4488 is the number to call, should you care to join me. And I sincerely hope you do. You can also join the broadcast on Twitter, partake in the conversation at hashtag NARN. That's uh, short for Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's our hashtag. Uh, And I'm monitoring the conversation diligently on all channels, including both those and our uh, Facebook page, Northern Alliance Radio Network. So uh, join us by any means, fair or foul, we shall be here. And we're uh, definitely looking forward to talk to you. Oh, what to talk about in terms of local politics? What to talk about? Oh yeah, yeah. Al Franken. Al Franken uh, on Thursday said he would resign from the Senate in the coming weeks. <laughs> Nothing like milking the drama for all it's worth, is there? Uh, this this piece from Brian Baxt on NPR News uh, put it well. He said he plans to resign from the Senate <clears throat> in the coming weeks in the face of mounting accusations of sexual misconduct before and during his time in office. His stunning exit will scramble Minnesota's political uh, climate leading into the 2018 midterm elections. Franken had spent the last three weeks pleading for forgiveness in response to the accusations over his past actions. He'd hoped to make his case to the Senate Ethics Committee that his behavior shouldn't require him to give up the seat, although at least eight women shared stories of him touching them without consent during photo opportunities on his celebrity tour uh, to military installations abroad or at political events or at the Minnesota State Fair. The common pattern they described, including allegations that Franken groped their various areas that men are not supposed to be groping without complete explicit consent or uh, that he tried to kiss them. Standing on the Senate floor on Thursday, uh, Franken said he could no longer be an effective senator for Minnesota, but he insisted that some of the allegations against him were, quote, simply not true. Others, I I remember very differently, end quote. He said he was proud of being a a champion of women while in the Senate. Now, we've talked about that in past weeks on this broadcast, how Minnesota liberals, like liberals nationwide, perform... Kind of a, a a ghastly moral calculus when it comes to Democrats and misconduct. They they gauge, and it goes back to the the roots of progressivism in utilitarianism, which is a philosophy that says whatever does the greatest quote good end quote for the greatest number of people is what is right. It's Basically, the idea that that good and bad that right and wrong that moral and immoral are cut loose from any uh, from from any higher moral code, and that really it 's just about doing the most good for the most people, whatever good is, whoever is defining good and and that opens up i mean if you want to get really drastic about it, it opens up a lot of uh, uh, oil barrels full of worms. I mean, for example, it doesn't take much to get from the idea that that, that doing the most good for the greatest amount of people can be perverted to include, say, removing the mentally ill, the disabled, the genetically imperfect from society. Hey, that's a Hitler reference. Yeah, you're right. It is. It is a reference to anyone who thinks that, that they can change, who, who, who thinks that they can define what is good, what is evil, what is right and what is wrong themselves on the fly without some higher moral code. Yes, people can do it. There, There are people who are committed atheists who don't commit evil. But if you built an entire society around the notion of rejecting any higher power, you're basically on a countdown, whether you know it or not, for bad things to happen because the idea that you're going to, because of the idea that you're going to define what is good and evil, what is right and wrong, what is what what the meaning of the most good for the greatest number of people actually is. And, and, the practice of Minnesota liberals, like liberals nationwide, in, in, def- in, in trying to make that call on the fly in regards to their own politicians, has a long and noxious history. I mean, 20 years ago, many liberals, many progressives, many people on the cultural, social, and political left were perfectly fine telling the rest of us to move on. They even created a movement based on the, the, the idea that we should move on from from bothering with the, the sexual harassment and worse committed by someone who happened to be a president who kept abortion legal. Literally, that's what they said. It's, it's long, I've, I've heard this from the mouths of liberal friends of mine. Well, he may have done some things that, that, that would under normal terms would... Uh, and at normal times would would bother feminists, they say, these people being self-declared feminists. But he did the greater good of making sure that the Republicans kept their mitts off of abortion. And the same thing with Al Franken here locally over this last three months here. Uh, basically, say OK, he may have groped a bunch of women against their will, uh, committed acts that if had they been committed by a republican would would have them demanding for him being burned at the stake, but he supported a number of bills that women's groups favored and, and that people outside women's groups favored i mean uh, laws protecting victims of sexual assault for example uh that how how can you not support most of those the ones that uphold due process at least they, th- those laws need to be looked at one at a time but by and large they're hard to disagree with and so, so i don't and by the way neither did most conservatives but when al franken is the one getting the heat he's the one who gets all the credit on the left anyway the anyway al franken has uh, has said he would step down in coming weeks and he, i i There's a reason he did it. There's a reason it happened now. There's a reason that 33 Democratic senators came out and asked for his resignation in recent days. And it has nothing to do with personal or public revulsion with his acts. What it has to do with is the fact that it's a completely safe move that that benefits the Democrat party. And I'll tell you why. Uh, If Al Franken had stayed in office. He would certainly have remained a lightning rod through the 2020 elections when he next ran for office. And he would be held out there as an example during the next round of elections in any case, uh, during the gubernatorial elections, uh, when the the Democratic Party's support of Al Franken uh, would have been a campaign issue. Not necessarily the most productive campaign issue, but by golly, politics 101, opposition research 101 level politics. It was definitely going to be an issue then, even more so, it was an issue for two reasons: the first reason being that uh, the Democratic Party is facing a uphill battle to keep hillary clinton's people from defecting to Bernie Sanders from Elizabeth Warren to trying to control the narrative and Al Franken was messing with that program, along with John Conyers and a raft of other Democrat politicians and even more so social figures. Uh, For example, media figures at virtually every network, including Fox, but also all of the left-leaning networks, have been unceremoniously ejected from office in the last couple of months here. Uh, Charlie Rose and and Matt Lauer in a surprise... Uh, defenestration this past week Uh, Matt Lauer of the Today Show was unceremoniously dumped Garrison Keillor of course we talked about last week at some length that's right even public radio not immune uh, to the ravages of the sexual counter revolution let's call it the sexual great leap forward uh, as uh, the fruits of the sexual revolution uh, come home to roost do fruits come home to roost I can't remember at any rate there's one other reason for this though It it's going to enable the Democrats to take well not to take the high ground but to try to put out the impression that narrative that they are on the high ground because they asked their predator to leave office this time, uh, not so much in 1998 but this time they asked their accused sexual predator to leave office, Uh, whereas Roy Moore is not only not stepping out, of, uh, stepping out of his candidacy, but in fact he was endorsed by Donald Trump, who, of course, himself has been accused uh, a number of times of some level of sexual harassment, assault, uh, or other uh, offenses. Now, we'll come back to all of that in a moment here. I personally had hoped that Al Franken was going to stay on, partly because, of course, he would have been a lightning rod during the next round of elections. Partly because I just think he would be he was turning into a huge liability uh, to the Democratic Party, partly because I think if he's going to resign for something, he needed to resign for the widespread election fraud that led him into office over Norm Coleman in the first place nine years ago. But mostly because I'm a conservative and I believe in due process. The idea that we are innocent until proven guilty, that people's fates and futures should not be determined by the loudest mob for you or against you. We'll come back to that in a moment. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AF 1280, The Patriot.
2: in pain you need the good feet store don't suffer from foot pain sore ankles tired legs achy back and hips or sore knees go to the good feet store for your no obligation custom fitting and immediately feel the difference the good feet arch support system is designed to put your feet in an ideal position redistribute body weight more evenly and help relieve pain and stress with over 350 styles and sizes to relieve your pain this is michael medved and i wear my good feet arch support system in all of my shoes i'm told they even work in high heels i don't have experience with that If you have stress, if you have tension, pressure, or pain in your back, hip, knees, ankles, or feet, call for your appointment, 855-554-3338. For your no-obligation fitting, you can use your Flex Spending Accounts and
6: most health savings accounts, too. Visit one of the three Good Feet locations, Bloomington, Maple Grove, and the brand-new store in Maplewood.
7: Thanks to the Good Feet Store.
6: Are you looking to
7: change your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I'm the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. One of the main things that makes us different is the fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you, do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week. We'll clean your business. And then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC professionals. We would love to clean your business. So call me today at 651-404-0132. Right now on TheFishTwinCities.com, you'll hear Chestnuts roasting on an open fire And new favorites Today the Holy Son of God is born in Bethlehem
8: We're the station that keeps Christ in Christmas Spreading joy all season long at TheFishTwinCities.com Listen while you travel with the free Fish mobile app Supported by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge
2: you need to make every second count. So when are you going to have time to think of and shop for her perfect gift? Go to Wixon Jewelers. This is the season when the highly trained Wixon staff really shines. They focus all their attention on you. You'll be amazed at how easy they make it. And at their unmatched selection of diamonds and fine watches. How much better will you feel tomorrow knowing that today you bought her exactly what she wants? Wixon Jewelers, just off 35W at 99th in Lindale, Bloomington. Open today 10 till 6 and tomorrow noon to 5.
3: 1280 The Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network
6: 651-289-4488 Hey he don't
3: forget, Representative, on, Representative
6: Matt Dean who's running for
3: governor end actually came out of last week's central committee meeting with a win in the straw poll I believe tight race against him and uh, Jeff Johnson at this point in the race so far We'll be talking with all the gubernatorial candidates as we uh, head towards the election. As we continue our coverage. But the big news this week, of course, Norm Coleman was right. We wouldn't be having this problem if Al Franken and... uh, who was the guy who was the Secretary of State at the time? I've forgotten his name. Hadn't uh, basically completely, completely uh, swiped the election from Norm Coleman in, in 2000. And frankly, if the Republicans had fought a better battle uh, for the, the in the recount, I mean, this is back when Republicans played it fair uh, to to my immense chagrin. Uh, anyway. Uh, Al Franken in leaving office kind of tipped the hand to the narrative that the Democrats are running with. He said he was proud. This is, of course, Brian Baxter's uh, piece in Minnesota on Minnesota Public Radio Thursday. He said he was proud of being a champion of women while in the Senate. I know in my heart that nothing I've done of the senator, nothing has brought dishonor on this institution. He told assembled senators, I know who I really am. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And dog. no, he didn't say that last part.
4: I deserve
3: good things.
4: Yes, <laughs> I am entitled to my share of happiness. I refuse to beat myself up. I am an attractive person. Oh. I am fun to be with. Apparently,
3: <laughs> that's what we keep Day hearing. Uh, he also took a shot at President Trump had conciliary running the controls today. Uh, <laughs> he also took a shot at President Trump and Roy Moore, the Republican Senate candidate from Alabama. Um, Franken indicated he thought it was ironic that while he's leaving, quote, a man who has bragged on tape about his history of sexual assault that in the Oval Office and a man who has uh, repeatedly preyed on young girls campaigned for the Senate with a uh, full support of his party. That's uh, Al Franken, which, of course, is the Democrat narrative and a line that has prompted a fair number of observers to look, okay, we're not done with Al Franken yet. He's still being a good party guy. He is teeing up the narrative for the Democrats, saying, Hey, we get rid of our sleaze balls. What about all of you Republicans out there? What are you doing about Roy Moore? And and, and, and by the way, this part of the narrative that, that Franken himself said apparently a parade on young girl campaigned for the Senate with the full support of his party. The full support of his party. Roy Moore is running against Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan who have who have set up their battle lines against Roy Moore. Now say what you will about Roy Moore. I know some of you support him. I personally think that the allegations against him while there are holes in them as any good attorney will poke a hole in pretty much any story, I, the, uh, the, the the allegations against him are credible enough even with the holes that have come up where I think Roy Moore, if he really, really wants to be taken seriously as a candidate outside of his fan base, needs to sue his accusers for defamation and do it now, and get their depositions on record now so that the truth can be put out there if in fact he is innocent, and yes, I know that means proving his innocence without a trial, which is not how it's supposed to be in the American way. But this is not a public trial. This is not a trial in a court of law. This is a trial in the court of public opinion. And and by the way, a trial he's doing relatively well at since it seems like after taking a big hit in the polls, He's bounced back and is within a point or two of still being able to win this thing. Uh, And and Donald Trump is endorsing him, which in Alabama might not hurt him. I don't know. I'm not necessarily a Roy Moore fan. But on the the other hand, I can get why Trump is supporting him. I can get why the voters of Alabama are supporting him. Because after two generations of hearing from the left – And from the media that are their lapdogs, that every Republican is a racist, that every Republican is engaged in a war on women. No matter how polite you are, no matter how much you work to appear to be, the opposite of how you are slandered, they're going to call you literally a Nazi. No matter who you are, no matter what you do, and no matter what the reality is. The Democrat noise machine will turn anyone into literally Hitler. Because that's what they do. They can't beat you on the facts, so they slime you as a person. Now, Roy Moore may have slimed himself, but after hearing Mitt Romney referred to as a bigot, a racist, and a Nazi, who is going to care what they call Donald Trump, or Roy Moore for that matter? 651 Two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. More about the Franken uh, flap when we come back. Let's go to the phones. Tor, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network.
9: Good afternoon, sir. How are you?
3: Never better. The worst day oh. on the air is better than the best day off the air.
9: Well, yeah, I suppose. I uh, I don't believe that Al Franken will resign until and unless he actually does it. Why is that? Well, I'd like you to think about it for a moment, Mitch. Let's assume that Roy Moore Moore gets elected on Tuesday. That gives Al Franken the opportunity or the open to backpedal. You know that he'll come up with some comments saying thousands of Minnesotans have just begged him to not resign. And, you know, continuing the, the blather that he did on the Senate floor about being a progressive champion, blah, blah, blah. It's entirely,
3: it's entirely possible, to, and you bring up a point. On the other hand, uh, I'd like you to entertain the idea that this flies a- against everything the DFL believes in. For example, you will remember, perhaps in 19, uh, was it, 90? 1990, when Paul Ralstone ran for office, and he swore up and down, "I am only going to run for two terms." I't oh, know yeah. why, I don't know why I make him run for oh, It sounded like Richard Simmons, <laughs> but I do. Uh, and, and you will recall. How the DFL revolted, rose as one, to attack the senator's credibility and, and, and his integrity for going back on that promise. You will recall how the Minnesota of DFL rose as one in revulsion for this repudiation of, of, senators, of Senator Wellstone's ethics. And that's the ethics of the entire DFL. So against that record, why would you think Al Franken would possibly... Reign on his resignation, Tor. I I, I have to know this.
9: <laughs> yeah. I believe
3: it. <laughs> Thanks I, for I, your go, th- go, go ahead, Tor.
9: Uh one further thing, Mitch. Have you have you ever actually seen the original 1931 Dracula starring Bela Lugosi? See it? I lived it. No, I haven't. What uh tell me more. Well, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to loan you the DVD or Blu-ray. It's fantastic. But on that theme, if Franken actually does resign and Governor ak ak a dak dak Ack actually gets to the point where he <laughs> appoints a replacement to finish Franken's term, I just hope that somebody in the world is brave enough to walk up to Al Franken – and drive that stake through his
3: heart. Uh huh. Well, it's, it's it's a possibility. Thanks for your call, Tor. I it's no one ever dies in Democrat politics, as we saw this past week. Oh yeah, this past week, Billy Bush, who was expelled from the cast of Access Hollywood uh, last year after the videotape of him, the infamous you know, videotape of interviewing Donald Trump. Uh, In which Donald Trump said, off the record, and when he thought he was not being taped, the line that feminists have been uh, parroting about him for the last year and change, uh, which is, by the way, way, completely a political hit, Uh, Billy Bush. Uh, vampire-like, very much like, like the Dracula that, that Tor was referring to in the 1931. Well, I, actually, all the vampire movies ever made, come to think of it. Uh, although there's nothing, I'm told, like the 1931 version. Anyway, with Bella Lugosi, I mean, there'll never be another Dracula like that. I digress. Anyway, uh, Billy Bush has begun his rehabilitation. That's true. When Richard Nixon was, was humiliated, He stayed out of politics forever when he when he was disgraced, I should say, not just humiliated, but disgraced and uh, disgraced his party almost into into a half a decade of minority status uh, along with him. He had the good grace to stay out of the public eye, for the most part, for the rest of his life. Billy Bush. Well, he's back. Yeah, no, he's appearing on the uh, on the Colbert Show. Stephen Colbert is uh, is 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 back to t- talking with him, and then you just count on the fact that being a being a liberal with good progressive pre- uh, credentials, Billy Bush will be back on the air in a prominent place before too terribly long. You can see the process of rehabilitation has already begun, and I have no doubt that even if Al Franken does resign, because as Tor points out, it would not be completely out of the realm of possibility for a Minnesota DFL senator to completely renege on a promise like that. It'd be difficult, more difficult, I should say, for Franken because the allegations against him and the fact that it would completely tube the Democrats strategy of saying, hey, we got rid of our ball, and yet you've got your guy in office. Uh, notwithstanding the fact that against Roy Moore, you've got John Conyers, you've got Al Franken, you've got, uh, barney Frank you've got you've got uh, Bill Clinton himself and, and a good chunk of his administration and you've got what two Republicans so far Roy Moore with allegations against him and uh, another who's uh, whose name eludes me right now who's in some trouble and that's the way it's going to stay Northern Alliance radio network am 1280 the Patriot.
8: No, 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 no.
5: Have pain you can't ignore? Then try first-in-class relief from Salon
4: Pass. Salon Pass Pain Relief Patches have everything you need in one clinically proven solution. They're the strongest label pain reliever available without a prescription. Safely relieving pain for up to 12 hours. And Salon Pass is the first and only FDA-approved OTC topical pain reliever. For first-in-class relief, get Salon Pass Pain Relief Patches in the green box with a blue wave.
6: I'm sure that every one of you understands the importance of oral care to your overall health. There's no denying the connection. I'm also sure that many of you have a sensitive mouth or sensitive gums or painful canker sores or sadly, maybe even chemo sores from cancer treatment. What you may not know is that your mouthwash, especially if it's one of the brands that burns, may be making things worse. You should try non-irritating, alcohol-free, closest oral rinse. That's C-L-O-S-Y-S. Closest is like first aid for your mouth. It's as gentle as water, but it helps relieve common but uncomfortable, even painful issues in your mouth. Unlike other mouthwashes, Closest is also pH balanced, which eliminates the burn and irritation. Try Closest oral rinse for sensitive mouth, gums, and canker sores for pain-free oral care. That's C L O S Y S. Closest. Learn more about the gentle, effective oral rinse at closest.com, or get Closest today at Walgreens, CVS Health and Walmart. All right, here's the great selling point of Relief Factor. Well, actually, the greatest selling
4: point is that it works for the great majority of people who use it. But the big selling factor is really this. You can get all the pain relief benefits of Relief Factor without the negative side effects of ibuprofen. A couple of years ago, with uh, great uh, sciatic pain, I would take ibuprofen a lot, and it helped. But the side effects were so awful after a while that I, I just had to discontinue use. But that's not the problem with Relief Factor. So that's huge. So if you've been using any form of ibuprofen, now you don't have to with Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com, check out the pricing, and please give it a try because pain is pretty awful. Or call 800-500-8384. That's relieffactor.com. AM
3: 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, Matt Dean joins us at the top of the hour. He's one of about 40 Republicans running for governor. Al Franken is not singing this to himself. To be fair, I don't know that he knows the song. When this song came out, he was on the crew of Saturday Night Live, and probably coped out of his mind. Who knows? Maybe he had the album. 651-289-4488 four, four, eight, eight is the number to call. Join us, won't you, please? You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag NARN. Al Franken uh, resigning maybe from office, probably, sort of, kind of. And I'll tell you why. Number one, uh, it was deemed expedient for him to, to do so because he's a high-profile Democrat under what seemed to be fairly sticky charges of sexual harassment against a large number of women. Eight women so far and more coming out. Some of them are anonymous. Some of them are are. are some of the stories seem like they're potentially stretchy. Anyway, anonymous accusers are are always makes, are always troubling. And they trouble me, by the way, because as a conservative, I do, in fact, believe in due process. And in a just world, anyone would be entitled to have their accusations against them adjudicated in a court of law with actual evidence and uh, decided by reasonable people at a jury and not, dis- not resolved through the passions of the day. Which is, by the way, what's happening with all of these charges of sexual harassment, both credible and less so. I mean, for for example, Aaron May's, Aaron May Quaid's uh, allegations uh, against Tony Cornish—not just allegations. I mean, her allegations were supported by text messages she got from Tony Cornish, the former representative from, I believe, Vernon, Minnesota. Who's a guy in his sixties who who sent her representative Aaron May Quaid, a twenty something woman from Apple Valley, uh some let's just say flirtatious text messages. Now, if I were Aaron May Quaid's father or the father of any twenty something woman who was getting this sort of messages from a guy literally double her age, I'd have some words with the fella. I truly would, because it's tasteless. It's tacky. And if somebody was aiming that at my daughter, they'd get a piece of my mind, to say the least. Was it harassment? I call it tacky, tasteless banter. Certainly not well advised in a, <laughs> in a room full of people who are there to do the people's work. Uh, that's something I'm going to support. I don't know, so necessarily rises to the level of sexual harassment. All oh, the allegations made by Sarah Catherine Walker against Tony Cornish, uh, in my humble opinion, another matter. Uh, and apparently Representative Cornish and the Republican leadership thought so as well. Uh, but at any rate, I, I much prefer to see these things decided by, uh, <laughs> but by actual preponderance of evidence rather than just who has the loudest noise machine uh, backing them, backing their bid. But there's one other reason that Franken resigned, not because merely because he's being a good trooper and playing along with the narrative. No. You can bet that if Minnesota had a Republican governor, this would not be happening. Because governors appoint replacements, at least in the short term, until the next election for senators. Until the next election. You'll recall Jesse Ventura uh, appointed one of the shortest-serving senators in U.S. history, Dean Barkley, to fill out the term of of uh, Paul Wellstone after his airplane crash. Uh, fifteen years, fifteen was fifteen years ago, wasn't it? Holy cow, that snuck up on me. The you uh, appointed Dean Barkley, who was basically an Independence Party hanger-on and the uh, one of the people who pulled Jesse Ventura's uh, the wires that controlled his hands back in the day. I mean, Jesse Ventura was basically. Tim Penny and Dean Barkley's puppet during the time he was in office, at least in terms of policy, uh, which explains why he ran like a scared cat to the DFL as soon as he got uh, elected. Anyway, the, that's if we had had a Republican governor, you would see the forces of the Democrat noise machine gathering like the armies of Middle Earth to fight back the the savage horde, they would defend Al Franken like they defended Bill Clinton because there's nobody to appoint a liberal Democrat replacement for Bill Clinton in 1998. They had to muddle it through till the election and try to get Al Gore elected to get out of the jam they had with Bill Clinton. With Al Franken, they can buy themselves the cover they need by having him resign or initially go in front of the Ethics Committee, which is, again, a slap on the wrist with a pillow. Uh, But uh, once that became untenable in terms of the court of public opinion, they had to go with the resignation, provided there's a Democrat governor to appoint a placeholder until the next round of elections takes place, which is what's going to happen. Uh, Governor Akkadak, as Tor referred to him, Governor Dayton is going to appoint someone, there's a lot of conventional wisdom saying it may well be, uh, Tina Flint Smith, who's been the real governor of this state for the last several years, and who uh, will apparently, by all accounts, not want to continue on in office, but who will certainly sow the field for a Democrat to continue in what Democrats still refer to as the Wellstone seat. We'll see what happens in coming weeks here. They're they're being coy about their plans. Let's go to the phones. Guy calling from <clears throat> the road. Uh, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mitch, uh,
1: I want to make a prediction okay. and get your opinion as to whether or not. Yes, sir.
3: Can yeah, go ahead. Okay? I can hear you just good. fine. You got a prediction.
1: Good, good, good. Um, I want to get uh, your opinion and how much you would bet on my suspicion that come Wednesday morning, given that I think Franken was very clever in his non resignation uh, speech last week, that come Wednesday morning when we all learn that Moore has been elected in Alabama, Franken's uh, going to, well, a lot of people think, understandably, announce that as long as Moore is coming to the U.S. Senate, He's going to hang on to his Senate seat here, representing Minnesota, Um, and entirely possible. A lot of people supporting him.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's entirely possible. Yeah, the Metrocrat establishment Uh, will absolutely continue to support him. You're you're absolutely right.
1: Yes. Yep. And secondly, I would recommend uh, for a theme song until we know for sure uh, a theme song for Franken's non-resignation. Should I stay or
6: should I go?
3: That may well uh, have to happen here. Thanks for the suggestion. As far as the prediction, you know, anybody's guessing that prediction here. here here's the problem. I mean, it, it could make sense for the Democrats to say, "Hey, you kept more, uh, so we're keeping Franken," uh, and and that, even given the fact that they control the media, that would not be hard. Uh, especially given that Republicans have a president right now who's not afraid to mix it up with big media and with some very good reasons, uh, that might backfire on the Democrats, because if they're seen saying you've got your ball, we're going to keep ours. Well, guess what happens in the next Senate election? Oh, yeah, he's ball Lee, who figured he was better than Roy Moore. So he was good enough for Minnesota. I, I would love to be the Republican messaging operative who was in charge of that campaign. <laughs> It would, it would. I mean, the lines would write themselves. I mean, he would be politically as as politically crippled as a metropolitan Democrat can get in a state like Minnesota. Which I I say with full knowledge that that means not very. It's a Democrat politician, a liberal Democrat celebrity limo liberal politician in the metro area of Minnesota, which controls about half the state's vote, just about enough to get a senator elected, come heck or high water, uh, is about as handicapped as, I don't know, Daniel Rostenkowski or Rod Blagojevich was in Chicago. I mean, we're talking sleazy people. Everybody knew they were sleazy at the time, and yet they kept getting elected to office. I mean, they would have probably won reelection from their prison cell, Given Illinois politics, and many Twin cities metro politics aren't that different. It's all about the machine and what you can do for the machine and what will keep the machine in power and give them what they want. and Al Franken certainly uh, fulfills all of those, one of the greatest fundraisers in Minnesota Democrat Party history with all his friends in Hollywood. I mean, he brings in the money, and the money he doesn't need goes to other Democrats. He certainly has the connections. He has the celebrity. He has all the things that make metropolitan, ultra-left, hard, moldy, blue progressives tingly all over. And if he gropes a couple of women, well, they probably had it coming anyway, right? That's pretty much the long and short of it, so— I'm predicting there wouldn't be a lot of repercussions, at least among his base. I'm predicting that the Twin Cities media would fall in line and stand their posts on his behalf, just as is their job. Let's be completely cynical about this. <laughs> if you're not cynical, you're not paying attention. And I, I, I would he win another election? Well, we'll see. We'll see if the Republican Party, if, if that happens. I think it's unlikely. I predict he resigns and he stays up. But i I didn't predict Trump winning the election. So my predictions are worth exactly what you've paid for them so far. I I think the Republican Party would be this would be an early Christmas present for the Minnesota GOP if he were not to resign. And, of course, I've seen the Republican Party of Minnesota squander a lot of good electoral Christmas presents in the past. Oh, yeah. We'll be talking about this for a while. Yes! Yeah, this works. I like it. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Should I
6: go now? If I go there, we'll be trouble. if I stay, it will be tough. So you gotta let me
4: know. Should I cool it or should I blow up? AM 1280,
0: The Patriot.
2: I would steal pills from my friend's mom.
7: We talk about all the common drugs, but never prescription medication. I was addicted to pills. Had I more knowledge, I would have done things differently.
0: Hi, I'm
3: Congressman Jason Lewis. Prescription drug abuse is an epidemic in our communities. Secure your medications and talk with your kids today.
7: Visit drugfree.org
2: to find out how together we can make a difference. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. It's called MediShare, and it's affordable biblical health care. And if you're wondering, what does that mean? Well, ask the people who are already members, like the Badger family. It's a big family, by the way.
6: We have seven boys, three girls.
9: We live out in the country. We homeschool. And they thank
2: God for MediShare, especially after one of their babies was born with spina bifida. And the total bill was about a quarter million dollars. MediShare members met the entire need and sent them cards and letters letting them know they're praying for them.
9: MediShare, is, I mean, we love it. With myself being self employed I'm my own business. MediShare was a great option as far as affordability. With MediShare, as far as like all of our stuff, it's,
2: it's always come through. Yeah, more and more people are doing this. And you can see why. Hundreds of thousands of Christian believers sharing. And that is a beautiful thing. Find out more. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. You need to make every second count. So when are you going to have time to think of and shop for her perfect gift? Go to Wixon Jewelers. This is the season when the highly trained Wixon staff really shines. They focus all their attention on you. You'll be amazed at how easy they make it. And at their unmatched selection of diamonds and fine watches. How much better will you feel tomorrow knowing that today you bought her exactly what she wants? Wixon Jewelers, just off 35W at 99th and Lindale Bloomington. Open today 10 till 6 and tomorrow noon to 5.
0: At the Home Depot, free carpet installation means free carpet installation. And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet $699 or more means free installation. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square
3: foot. Specialty items may be priced separately.
7: plumbing
0: sounds like it's the water softener i don't think a plumber is gonna help well that's not true dan america's plumbers are water experts they protect the health and safety of this great
2: nation if anyone can fix your water softener it's benjamin franklin plumbing
1: thanks announcer
2: guy now get 150 off a new water softener from benjamin franklin plumbing call
6: 877 ben 1776
3: AM 1280 The Patriots. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488 is the number to call should you care to join me. And, and I really would like you to. Al Franken is leaving office because it's not going to upset the Democrat Party's I apple cart.
7: Car,
3: because the Democrat Party knows. They know oh, what's no. important. Because they know,
6: yeah, know did, was one thing
3: They know that money and power changes everything. Oh yeah. I 651-289-4488 four, four,
7: eight,
0: eight,
3: is the number to call. A couple of things I want to make sure I point out here today, Uh, among the 20, uh, 33 senators uh, that uh, asked for Al Franken's resignation, there was a conspicuous absence uh, this past week. Among the majority of Democrats in the United States Senate who asked for Al Franken's resignation, the notable absence was Senator Amy Klobuchar. Oh, yeah. Uh, Out there fighting it out. The good fight for women who don't accuse Democrats of acting like, I don't know, playboys. Amy Klobuchar was completely silent about Al Franken, said not a word, apparently focusing on her casserole recipe for the annual Senate bake-off, which, for all we know, Senator Franken is going to run out the clock and participate in it again, because we know he's got a Jones for winning that thing. But Amy Klobuchar always wins it, because apparently she is a master of baking casseroles. And that is the media's narrative about her. Nothing controversial. Lots of casseroles. Who could possibly not want a senator who bakes such an awesome casserole? Let's all paint her toenails on the air like Esme Murphy does. Oh, anyway, uh, so Senator Klobuchar uh, conspicuously silent about the issue of Al Franken. Who else was conspicuously silent? Titan of industry and potential perennial candidate Angie Craig, who ran against Jason Lewis last year, is setting up to run against Jason Lewis again next year. Uh, These two women took a decisive stand against the objectification of women with their unstinting demand for integrity on the part of Senator Franken and the Democrat Party which is no mean feat, swimming against the current uh, that, that believes in the metro area, all but officially, that ends uh, justify the means if it's the Democrat Party's power that's at stake. No, they did not take a stand for principle. They took a stand for expedience. They took no stand whatsoever. More likely, in fact, they did what they were told by their superior officers in the Democratic Party. Don't raise a stink. Don't jeopardize the Democrat Party's power in Minnesota. Anyway, since we're talking about harassment, I thought I'd talk about another episode of sexual harassment that goes on every day, every campaign here in Minnesota. Uh, past few months, I mean, we've been obsessing about the the uh, sexual harassment charges against, against men in public life, against men in high places, everything from Senator Franken, Representative Conyers. Uh, through Harvey Weinstein, all the way down to to Tony Cornish and and Dan Schoen in the Minnesota State Legislature. Uh, But there's one other form of harassment out there that doesn't get any play, and I think it needs to. Here's the problem. Progressivism heaps special scorn on people it considers apostates. African Americans, Latinos, Asians, gays, and women who leave the progressive plantation— And no, for those of you out there who are on the left, the right does not do the same thing. I mean, have you ever seen conservatives rip on Paul Thiessen or or Tom Bach for betraying middle-aged white guys by being something other than conservative? No, you haven't. And you never will. Not that conservatism is a party of white middle-class Caucasians. But you get what I'm after here. You don't hear Republicans castigating apostates. But you do hear mainstream, quote, progressives tear into blacks, Latinos, Asians, gays, and especially female conservatives for, I kid you not, in as many words, betraying their race and their gender. And if any of them run for office, they turn psychotic. In fact, I've noticed this for years. I, I coined Berg's eighth law. To describe this behavior their reaction to someone that, that they consider one of their own uh, on the progressive side blacks latinos asians gays or women especially women of any of those groups is indistinguishable from a psychotic episode in particular i will say this i've talked with a number of women conservative women who have related a similar pattern a pattern that's shockingly similar across all of them to me. They've thought about running for office or thought about running for higher office than they were in. But they looked at the damage that the Democrat smear machine was going to do to them and their families in terms of splashing their private lives out there in public, current, past, sometimes long past in public, that they said it wasn't worth the stress it was going to cause to them, to their families, to their primary relationships in life. I want to make sure we get this straight. To a progressive feminist of either gender, quote, the, the sin they call <clears throat> slut-shaming, their term, not mine, uh, slut-shaming women who have had, let's just say, more than one significant other in their life, who've gone out in public dressed like someone other than Hester Prynne, is completely unacceptable unless you've ever accused a Democrat politician of some sort of impropriety in which it will be used to to discredit you, or unless you run for office as a non-Democrat, in which case it will be used to assassinate your character. Which, when you think about it, if you think about it, if your party allows you to think about it, is using what? using sex to preserve disparate power over the women involved which is a textbook definition of sexual harassment and it happens every time a female a black a latino a asian a gay or a black female, black Latina, uh, black Asian, et cetera, et cetera, crosses over, leaves the plantation and decides to publicly come out as a conservative. Their private lives become public fodder. It's not just women, by the way. I mean, remember Morgan Graham, or, excuse be Rod Graham's, his personal life suddenly, which, by the way, was No more, no different than a lot of Democrats who are sitting in office today was was story one on the local news for the longest time. But this is used to bully women out of office if they're conservatives. So we got a lot of work to do, us social uh, conservative crusaders. In the meantime, all we can say is perhaps, maybe, Al, hopefully, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM-1280, The Patriot. Matt Dean next.
1: Are you sitting in traffic going to or from a job you don't like? Or maybe love your job but don't make enough money to pay the bills. Learn to make a second income trading just like Wall Street at Online Trading Academy. We'll teach you to confidently grow and protect your money so you live life the way you want to and never run out of money in retirement. Register for our free trading and investing class on your cell phone at pound 250. Just say the keyword OTA or register at learnwithota.com.
8: If some high-pressure salesperson twisted your arm into buying a timeshare, it's not your fault. Whether you bought decades ago or days ago, I bet that salesperson didn't mention your timeshare could cost you twice as much as a regular vacation. Or that you'd never be able to use it when you wanted. Or that your fees could shoot up every year. They misled you, and that's not fair. That's why we're here, to get your timeshare company to free you from your unwanted timeshare. Get the free information you need at 1 800 905 5833. We're the Timeshare Exit Attorneys, America's number one timeshare exit service run by real attorneys, not sales companies or middlemen. It was a salesperson who got you into this mess. Don't rely on a salesperson to get you out. We've got a 100% service guarantee, and our team has already helped thousands of people get out of unwanted timeshares. For free information, call 1 800 905 5833. That's 1 800 905 5833. 1-800-905-5833.
0: For many businesses, hiring is tough. You want access to highly qualified candidates fast. And you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, delivering six times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to give their first job post premium visibility as a sponsored job. Redeem this offer at Indeed.com
5: slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Make plans now to join the Patriots Hugh Hewitt, Larry Elder, and Mike Gallagher for the 2018 Aloha Talkers Cruise. Sail around and explore the world's most beautiful islands. Then at night, gather together with Hugh, Larry, and Mike for a special time discussing a fresh course for this nation. The 2018 Aloha Talkers Cruise sets sails for seven days, August 11th through the 18th. For all the details about this cruise, visit am1280thepatriot.com and book your trip today. You need to make
2: every second count. So, when are you going to have time to think of and shop for her perfect gift? Go to Wixon Jewelers. This is the season when the highly trained Wixon staff really shines. They focus all their attention on you. You'll be amazed at how easy they make it and at their unmatched selection of diamonds and fine watches. How much better will you feel tomorrow knowing that today you bought her exactly what she wants? Wixon Jewelers, just off 35W at 99th and Lindhill, Bloomington. Open today 10 till 6 and tomorrow noon to 5.
0: This is a